Well, hey, hi, hello there. Welcome to the Puck Fantasy Football League podcast, playoff edition, week 15 in review, and week 16 in preview. I, You see what I did there? Review and, and preview? Preview. Yep. Nice. Review and preview. Uh, my name is Cameron Henry, as you may well know, manager of a team that's not in the playoffs, so who even cares? Uh, I am joined by Daniel McNeese, manager of Cobra Kyler, a team that is definitely in the playoffs. Uh, and, uh, this week we're gonna, we're just gonna review the, the couple, uh, playoff matchups that just occurred week 15. Um, and then look, look at the, the future too, which you are going to be a part of Steve's. Yeah. Um, it's a really good thing that I avoided the mayhem of this last week and i get to just skip all that and go straight into the next round very thankful for that last week was real weird um weird scores all over the place um yeah not 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 fun and uh, i mean i would have rather just be in playoffs of course but not being in playoffs i won my matchup that's that was fun um there you go yeah oh that's a close one it was a two close points, one. two points. Uh, and I know we're not counting the consolation bracket this year for uh draft picks, but Smill and I both won our playoff or our, our matchups this week, which I was very excited about. So, shout out Smill. Um, we we came through in the clutch when it when it mattered at the end of the season, <laughs> so I. Not that it matters or anything, but I uh, rested my starters mm. uh, this week, put yeah. in my res- my reserve team. But I calculated it, and even if I put out my best team, I think I would have got like a hundred fourteen or so. Gross. And yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody in the losers bracket would have beat that score. So just goes to show what this last week was like. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. I've always said that it takes skill to get into the playoffs. And then it takes a bit of luck to win the playoffs. Absolutely. So, um, you know, and you think about it, there's, there's only one person that can win. So, and in our league, 11 people will be unhappy. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Yep. Well, let's, let's go into uh, a couple of those, uh, matchups to talk about those unhappy people. Um, we'll start with the biggest uh, margin of victory as we normally do. So Travis has a team uh, going against Scoots, just demolishing him 182 to 105. Um, starting with that Mahomes and Tyreek Hill stack. Oh gosh. From there, just sprinting to the end zone. 71 um, points between the two. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I I thought it was funny. So we had been talking about that trade that, that Travis had made, you know, going into the last couple of weeks where it seemed that every member of that trade uh, has been injured or, you know, COVID list or just something weird like that. So, yeah, this Tyler Higby. He yeah. hasn't. He hasn't been able to play yet. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins went on the IR right away. Yeah. And then James Robinson came out with a really bad first game. 
Exactly. And I, it's funny because I, um, I had actually offered a trade uh, for DeAndre Hopkins to see if I could nab him and, and you know, be like, hey, Travis, like, I'll, I'll give you some players. You probably need them because your trade didn't go. Nope, he didn't need them. He, did the, he didn't need them in the slightest. He's probably really glad he didn't make that trade. No, um, I mean, when you have huge, uh, like, Laquan, what is it, Laquan Treadwell? Yeah. Right? Yep, Laquan. And uh, Cole Komet, when you have big uh, playoff <laughs> hopefuls like those two, exactly. you don't need any any trades. Yeah, and when you got when you got the big Matt Gay going off for ten points, um, meanwhile the Tampa Bay kicker. Let's just actually let's just not talk about the Tampa Bay game. That'd be great. <laughs> um, uh, there was just not enough healthy stars for Scott's. Um, I'm going to say Scott's resilient team. He, Very. He calls it a championless team, but he actually has won a championship in our league history. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that name works out, but I'll call him the resilient team. Just not enough healthy star power to compete with 180 points in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, if you took his team and, you know, put those guys back on that were, that are hurt, you know, if you had oh, yeah. a healthy Logan Thomas, healthy Robert Woods, Chris Carson, McCaffrey, AJ Brown, I mean, peppered in with who he already has with like Mark cousins. Andrews, Cousins, T. Higgins, DeMarcus, that, or Devontae Parker. Devontae really Parker like is sneaky great. I really like him. I mean, that's a friggin' outstanding team. AJ so, Dillon. Yeah. Um, but, you know, was not meant to be this week. Uh, Travis just uh, just dominating um, all up and down. So it be... is really good to see James Robinson back. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> head coach goes packing and J-Rob ends uh, RB6 on the week. But I was trying unfortunately, to think... <laughs> you, you gain J-Rob. And you lose Leonard Fournette, who has been just a stalwart on Travis's run of games. He's been double digits in 10 of his last 11 for fantasy. He, yeah, losing him, that's going to be huge. He definitely, uh, you know, more or less carried uh, Travis into the playoffs, I would say. with a yeah. couple of his performances and it says doubtful he's, he's, you know, definitely going to be getting put on IR uh, before next week. So yeah, that'll be a rough blow. And then, you know, keeping, keeping an eye out for uh Tyree kills um, status, he, you know, was put on the COVID list. So yeah. looking to see if he's going to be able to get pulled off uh, the list as well as um, I mean, not on Travis's team, but Kelsey was also put on the list. So um You'd like to see both of those guys get brought back for for Mahomes to, you know, have all of his weapons going into the playoffs. Um, so yeah, definitely some things to keep an eye out on. But let's look at the let's look at the other matchup. Um, Chad taking on Drum Hamburger Henry beating Drum's marvelous team one forty one to seventy four. Also not close. Neither not, of these matchups were particularly close. No, not really the playoff matchups that you would imagine. Um, it's just such a bummer for Drum. He was at one point in the season four and six, mm-hmm. and then he went on a four game tear 
to make mm-hmm. it to, to the playoffs and then drops this dud. I mean, his yeah. previous season low was 103 points and mm-hmm. he got 30 points less than that in yeah. his playoff debut. Yeah. And I was talking about how consistent his team had been recently, you know, very low standard deviation. Um, just had to just had to perform at standard. Um, you know, and, and he would have he would have probably won. Um I mean, but Tom Tom Brady coming off back to back 38 point games, and even Yahoo projected him to hit 30, which I think mm-hmm. is the highest projection. And he ended up with four. Four points. Yeah. This yeah. was just like pretty much week 15 in a nutshell was drums team. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just not, not a whole lot uh, of good things to see it, you know, basically every single player th- that could possibly have a dud of a game had one um, McLaurin having a six pointer OBJ coming coming down one to catch. earth um yeah one catch after being on something of a tear the last couple of weeks uh mixing um i think getting hurt uh you know and and possibly i don't know if he went out of the game a little bit but just not having a great game yeah. um and so hawkinson was out got put yeah. on ir Dude, just yeah a very rough uh, a very rough week for a playoff hopeful um, but on the other side, um, we do have Chad who his team, you know, performed well, not, I would say they're hitting their stride at the right time. Yeah. I think, I think, um, he had certain players do what they need to do. Definitely good things to see out of, you know, Debo Samuel, um, Aaron Jones, Devonte Adams, those guys performing well, um, hurts kind of you know coming back showing that he still knows how to play football which is also really good um oh yeah i mean yeah it it's got to feel so good to see him he was out uh right before their bye with an injury and then he was out obviously during their bye mm-hmm. so you hadn't seen him play in like three weeks and he comes back from all that and as the quarterback four yeah so yeah, definitely. I I I agree with your your sentiment that it's it seems this team is reaching its stride. And next week, you know, if if everyone kind of stays healthy, we'll you know we'll have to see with Mike Evans. But uh, he's going to have Ronald Jones as the sole starting running back in Tampa. Um, oh, I mean, we'll man. see what Le'Veon Bell can do. <laughs> but uh, Ronald <laughs> so Jones, I have. I have something about Ronald Jones. So, oh, yes. Um, I actually have a text from Chad. Um, it was one month ago. He texted me, I have a secret. I don't think anyone knows or re- remembers from the draft. Um, he drafted Rojo over Fournette in round eight. And he said he was choosing between Rojo and Fournette, and he picked Rojo. And he says that decision may cost me a chance at a championship. Um, but if Fournette gets canned or hurt, it could be the reason I have a chance to win. And I have that screenshotted and saved. And I brought it back up with Chad. I said, there you go. Your boy's in. 
he called it a month ago. He said Dang. Rojo would be the make or break. And here he is. Here he is. Yeah. I will have to see. Yeah. I mean, Rojo is, I, I've always thought Rojo is a very good player. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't think he's a star, but he's fast. Um, you know, he can have those games where he goes off for a hundred yards and, you know, he's, he's decent in the, in the receiving game. So, um, we'll have to see, but yeah, I think just top to bottom, Chad's team is, is looking pretty strong. And as long as they do what they are capable of doing and, you know, he doesn't really get any duds, which I don't really see guys that could dud, um, at least in his like starting, like his best, you know, starting like six top six, seven players. I don't think any of those guys will really dud. Um, yeah. He may be without Mike Evans this next week. We'll have to mm-hmm. see. But rising up is uh, Christian Kirk, who's gotten uh, 180 yards over his last two games total. Um, and that is with Hopkins going on IR. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Kirk has emerged as someone who is demanding targets. Yeah. Well, um, you know, so those, so those are the two. We have Travis and uh chad hamburger henry one uh travis has a team one so they will be going on to face the number one and the number two seed this year or this week um let's do you want to go over your matchup steez or do you want to go over your matchup sure. yeah okay yeah, let's jump I'll, into I'll it lead off so All right. uh, we got Number two, Cobra Kyler is going to be facing number three. Travis has a team. Um, there is playoff reseeding in our league, but that is unnecessary since the two top seeds won in the first round. So me and Travis have one previous matchup this year. We met in week six. Um, we were the number one and number two teams overall at the time. And Travis won with a score of 158 to 153. So, I mean, I would love if our matchup came down to the wire like that. That was a really exciting matchup. Uh, I know I came out on the losing end of that one, but it was a lot of fun. And I hope we see something similar this next week. Yeah. Who... uh... Who are you thinking about for uh, your quarterback this week? You thinking Murray versus Indy, or or maybe that a little Taysom Hill action versus Miami? Maybe even a Tannehill versus San Fran. So I'm gonna rule out Tannehill just because he has not even like hit 20 points. <laughs> um, he is really close to being dropped, but mm. I just know that he. Um, I mean, everybody's gotten hurt on Tennessee, and I don't really want to hold that against him. I know he can be good, um, yeah. so I'm going to hold on to him, but he's really close to being a droppable guy on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, I love having Taysom Hill on my team as an emergency option, but to me, that's really all he is. I'm rolling with Kyler. I drafted him to be my guy, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to trust that he is going to be my best option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, looking – Looking through, um, it does seem like your team might have some might have some tough matchups. 
um, just defensively, uh, you know, going against the Rams, going against uh, Indy, going against uh, Miami. Well, you're not going to play Hill. Um, Tennessee's been pretty good. Carolina's decent. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you're going, you know, maybe you'll have, you got Metcalf for Chicago, um, you know, Gordon versus the Raiders, stuff like that. So, yeah. And I do get uh, Chase Edmonds back. Um, I needed oh, yeah. To, I needed to wait and see uh, mm. last week. And I thought it was going to be a smash matchup for him. I was excited they were playing the Lions, mm-hmm. but the Lions dominated. And Chase Edmonds didn't really get that running back game script I was hoping for. Mm. So we'll see. He might be my best option. I might start him this week. I don't know. I will be probably without the mute. I'm a little sad. He got a concussion last week. So yeah, probably, probably not going to have him. Mm. Yeah. Um, on the other side, Travis's team uh, potentially out with a, couple guys so we were we mentioned Fournette will be out um possibly hill we'll have to see um but you know i looking at his bench you know who might be able to hop in there antonio brown is very scary if i was yeah. in your if i was in your shoes that would be who i'm most scared of um, yeah to just kind of pop off for like 30, 40 points. Especially um, if Mike Evans is out yeah. and they do activate Brown, give him mm-hmm. the go-ahead. I mean, he has hit at least 19 points three out of his five games he's been in. Mm-hmm. So he's easily um, somebody that Brady looks toward anyway, even when it is crowded. So mm-hmm. if it's like very slim pickings out there with guys who are healthy, and you have AB, that's probably, yeah, I'm yeah. scared. Yeah, and for people listening, if you're not, uh, if you haven't heard, Chris Godwin also uh, on IR. So yes. if Godwin and Evans are out, Antonio Brown is suddenly uh, just going to be swimming in targets. Um, so, but, um, yeah, I mean. James Robinson has the Jets. After yeah, a that's a tasty matchup. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes going against Pittsburgh. We'll have to see how that kind of goes. Um, I don't know. Pitt, Pittsburgh is weird this year, man. Like, I feel like there's times where their defense looks outstanding. And then there's other times where it's just like not. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. But I think this will... This is, I think this will be an interesting, uh, interesting matchup. Um, yeah, honestly, I think that our two teams are extremely even. Um, I'm the number three scorer. Travis is the number four scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been pretty much neck and neck all year. So, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I think it's a really even matchup. And I, I feel like one of us definitely deserves to be in the championship. Yeah, I think uh, one of you will uh, definitely be in the championship that is bold <laughs> um, wow yeah so and then just want to put money on that <laughs> anyone want to take hammer up on this hundred dollars hundred dollars hundred dollars that one of you will end up 
Um, and then one, just one last thing that, you know, I bet you would just hate, um, some people thinking that the chiefs game might get pushed to Tuesday, uh, due to all of their, their recent, um, test, uh, positives. I'm sure you would just absolutely be dreading to have to wait until Tuesday for this matchup to finish up. Oh man. And especially like feeling okay about a lead, but then mm-hmm. knowing that he has two players who combined for 71 the <laughs> week before. Yeah. No lead is safe with uh, yeah, Mahomes. I don't even know how I could watch that game. <laughs> I'd be so nervous. Yeah. Um, well, let's look at the last or the, the, the other matchups. So, you know, we got two matchups this week. Um, and so on the other side, Strawberry Herbert, the number one seed going against Hamburger Henry, the number four. So we were talking about it. Chad's team looked good last week, looks even stronger this week with Rojo coming in. Um, Chad's team has always kind of been one running back away from being pretty dang good. So, I mean, I guess now, now that he has a second running back, we have to kind of admit pretty dang good. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, you know, pretty, pretty sweet, you know, especially, I mean, so if Evans is out this week, um, you know, probably moves, probably moves Samuel into Evans slot. Um, I want you to look at Chad's bench and tell me who you would put in the flex to replace uh, you know, since there's an opening, who who would you put in there? Well, I I have my eye on two players. Um, for me, it is maybe Devonte Booker, who has been producing even with Saquon. Um, he has back to back ten point games, and that is like what we've said that mm-hmm. will play in your flex. Um, the other option, Hunter Henry. <laughs> you know, I know yeah. he's a tight end, and maybe it's an unpopular opinion to start two tight ends, but I've been doing it and I love it. Um, I know Smill loves running that bunch. Um, yeah, I think Hunter Henry is definitely a possibility. Yeah, I think I think I would lean Booker. Um, it seems that with Jones out they're leaning on running backs more. Um, I think that's why Booker has had, you know, some success recently. And, um, you know, and Jones just, I think he's been deactivated for the rest of the year. So, um, yeah, I, I would look to see, you know, if Booker keeps kind of this steady run that he's been on. Um, also, I'd keep my eye out just looking down and, you know, this is, who knows how how it'll shake out. But if MVS is active for yeah. that game on Saturday. I think he would 100% be who I throw in. Um, but yeah, over, over the last month I was looking at it and MVS is averaging nearly eight targets a game. Mm. Gotta love eight targets, especially from Aaron Rodgers. Those are tasty targets. So yum, yum, yum. Well, uh, the other side cams team, uh, what are we? I mean, I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of red letters over there. Yeah, it's kind that, of freaking me that out. That bye week did not do him any favors. Mm-hmm. Um, you you take one week off, and now all of a sudden your star running back Austin Eckler is on the COVID list. 
Um, Brandon Cooks also in that game uh, on the COVID mm-hmm. list. Not good. Um, Carter also. I know that it doesn't say it, but I heard that Michael Carter and a lot of Jets players landed on the list today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be really tough for him if he is down those three starters. He does have mm-hmm. a deep team. Um, he has a player that could fill in for each of those guys, right? Right. Um, Mooney, Mooney could easily go in at receiver. Oh, easily. Um, yeah. Singletary. I know it's a tough matchup against New England, but he's been looking like the guy in Buffalo at running back. He could go in at running back and then mm-hmm. flex. I mean, take your pick. He has um, Omen Ross St. Brown has been looking good. Um, he could hope for, I don't know, Tyler Boyd. But yeah, he's got depth. Uh, yeah. And I mean, if anything, he can, you know, still make trades, you know, if he really wants to, I don't know, try to pull off a trade before the week, um, you know, that is still an, op- an option. Um, so uh, question for you, just like in a philosophical sense, since we are on a dynasty league, um, you know, things, things are permanent or, you know, they're, they keep going. Um, yeah. So. In your opinion, um, let's say someone like me. So I'm, uh, you know, not in playoffs. This here, perfect example. This past week, I saw what was going on in the Miami backfield. And I went and picked up Duke Johnson. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not in playoffs. I actually didn't even start him. I kind of forgot to like double check. I would have probably started him if I would have like, been on top of things um but just for fun you know yeah but what is your thought on people that are out of playoffs still picking up players that are on the waivers when there's these guys and you know in playoff hunt that are like no i need these players like why like what are you doing taking them you know i you don't need them i do you know what i guess what what's your philosophy there i love it i think everybody (laughs) Like you are in this league and until you are kicked out, you can play as hard as you want. Um, I would encourage everybody, even if you didn't make the playoffs, still play because mm. it will um, help you out uh, for later years. So you'll gain a little bit more experience. You'll get more of the hang of how the end of season goes because mm-hmm. players emerge at the end of the NFL regular season. Mm-hmm. Guys like I have, Craig Reynolds on my team running back on the lions and nobody that I know of had heard of that guy like two weeks ago. And now here he is with like almost 200 total yards over the last two games. So players are always emerging late in the season and it doesn't do yourself any good if you just phase out just because you didn't make the playoffs. So I, especially in dynasty, when these players can like help your team long-term, I encourage it. Even if you're not in playoffs, um, look for those guys, pick up those guys. Yeah. I I even tried to uh, trade. um, Maybe it was a little sneaky, but I was trying to trade uh, Chad because I knew that he needed that extra running back. I was offering him Craig Reynolds and Mm -hmm. I was asking for a uh, third round pick in return. 
Maybe that was a little bit steep, but if he was desperate enough, I think it could have been good for both of us. Yeah. All these, yeah, all this COVID stuff, it makes a, makes someone like me who's, who's out of it. I'm like, Hey, if, uh, if any of you playoff teams are desperate, just uh, come take a look at my team. Let me know if yeah. there's uh, something that looks good. Yeah. For your I think, I mean, speaking from experience, if I was dealing with a bunch of COVID guys on my team, I, I really want to win. I don't want to get all the way this far and then lose because I don't have a, I can't fill a lineup. So yeah. I would probably make a desperation trade if necessary. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll have to see um, how that all shakes out overall cams team. I'd say, um, I mean, it's, it's as solid as uh, you know, we've been talking about, um, you know, with, like you said, those guys being out, he still has players that can hop in and uh, produce. So, yeah, this will this will definitely be a, an interesting matchup. Um, you know, for once, I will say, I think that Cam's team maybe isn't the strongest team. And, you know, I, I'd probably be looking to Chad's team to, to maybe pull this one out. But... Uh, at the same time that might've just jinxed it. So sorry, Chad, you'll probably get like 70 points this week. I apologize. And like three of your guys will get career ending injuries. So yeah. (laughs) Wow. Hot takes. Hot takes. Well, cool. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, Good luck to everyone in the semifinals and we will See you next week for the review of the championship, the Puck Fantasy League. Later.